Hey guys, thanks for listening to Kind of Dating, the comedy dating podcast where I, your host, Natasha Chandel, and some cool guests break down the dating world and try to figure out why the fuck do we all have commitment issues? Today's topic is cool girl syndrome. Do you have it? Let's find out. Oh, hello, friends. I'm Natasha Chandel, and you're listening to Kinda Dating. Uh, I'm here with my forever girl. <laughs> hey, guys. It's Aisha Renee Holden. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, we are back. Uh, I just got back from India. Mm-hmm. was gone for three and a half weeks. But you didn't miss me that much because we had episodes banked and <laughs> you were listening. Um we hope you enjoyed uh, the the episodes. Um, I had a great trip. I'm still a little jet laggy, so yeah, totally. in case I just stop making sense halfway <laughs> through, that's why. Um, all right. So, uh, as always, friends, if you like today's episode, remember to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get it and leave us a five-star review or rating. Um, ideally, both. Mm-hmm. It helps us out a lot. Yeah. Um, helps us in the charts. So um, it means something. And we are very grateful if you would do it. Aisha, you have a shout out? Yeah. So today's shout out is from Uncle Hansel. And he says, quote, you can love someone and you don't have to be with them. That is wisdom that rings true and frees you from conventional thought and may be very stress inducing. Thank you, kind of dating. That's something we say. That is. Um, it is like my, uh, I act, that's like the lesson I wish somebody told me when I was younger. I learned yeah. that the hard way. I think um, most of us do. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, uh, it's the one thing that, it was like the weirdest aha moment uh-huh. when I figured that out. I was like, wait, I can, I can love this person and still not be with them. Right. It was like the silliest yeah. aha because you're like, why is that? Like, that should be, like, mm-hmm. common sense almost. But oh, obviously, no. like, love yeah, kind of blinds you. Mm-hmm. And uh, and when I realized that, I uh, it saved me from a lot of trouble mm-hmm. later, but not a lot of trouble in that moment. <laughs> um, you got to learn from it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> now I, I, I meet people and sometimes I'm like, man, I really actually even love you. But, right. yeah, I think we're good. I think I will love you from afar. Exactly. Um. We're also on socials. Yeah, we are we on are. the social media. We are uh, at Kind of Dating on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So make sure you follow us, guys. We're really trying to grow our account. So uh, <laughs> help, help, help a sister out. Yeah. Um, I'm at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, and Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Aisha, where are you at? I am at Aisha Says Dance across all social networks. Yes. We also have Jenna here with us. Hey, guys. <laughs> <laughs> she is uh, manning audio today because Adam's not well. Uh, is it weird to, like, listen to your voice back while you're talking? Very weird. <laughs> yeah. Don't like it. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> shout out to Jenna, who uh, wrote a spec script yes. for Khan, and it, it just won the spec script contest. Thank you so <laughs> much for the shout out. Yes. You are a killer writer. Um, and Real we can't wait here, and then uh, hire us. All right. I know, you right? Get on a show. <laughs> all right for you. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> no, seriously, congratulations. That's a that's an awesome, awesome, huge achievement. I think that's mm-hmm. uh, applaud, applaud, insert, claps. Woo. Thank you. <laughs> um, so today we're talking about cool girl syndrome. Yeah. Uh, it's something <laughs> I was like, how come we didn't talk about this before? I know, right? Because we've talked about it like in within, conversation, yeah. but not 
not on its own. And I think it's it's merit worthy. Yeah. What are we talking about, Aisha, when we talk about cool girl syndrome? So a cool girl syndrome is the girl who is very, quote unquote, chill, will, quote unquote, go with the flow, will, quote unquote, not want to put pressure on the guy because he'll figure it out when he needs to figure it out. Yeah. Quote, unquote. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's all of that. It's uh, the girl who um, and, and, you know, I feel like the scenario tends to go the same way. And you correct me if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like you meet a dude. He either tells you he's unavailable. Mm-hmm. He um, is going for whatever reason. He's yeah. going through some shit. Mm-hmm. He's just got out of a relationship. He doesn't know what he wants. Right. He wants to be free. Like right. whatever millions of reasons they tell us. Right. Yeah. And then. We mm-hmm. know that information, yeah. but we're like, I really like him. Right. So what I'm going to do is mm-hmm. be totally cool with it. Yeah. I'm down. Friends with benefits. Yep. Totally cool. That's cool. And then what's going to happen is then eventually either he starts dating other people yes. or he's not as available as you want yep. or whatever direction it starts going that's not the way you want. Mm-hmm. And you are like, it's okay. It's okay. Yep. I'll just play cool. And he will be like, mm-hmm. oh, she's, she's so that cool, cool girl who yeah. has <laughs> always been around. Yep. So that's actually the girl I really want to be with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But how does it usually end, Jenna? <sighs> not good (laughs) (laughs) not for the cool girl not for the cool girl that's right uh because i think at that point in that sort of relationship she has a lot of stakes and a lot of time invested into it and then on his end Mm -hmm. it's very low stakes so only one person is gonna get their heart broken probably right yeah and um you know i think it's a it's common for any age, to mm-hmm. be honest with you, but of course, probably more when you're younger. Sure, totally. Um, and and nowadays, you know, relationship statuses are in like, oh my god, I yeah. can't. I, one, it's like it just annoys me now, where it's like it's complicated, it's open, it's uh, it's a situationship. It's yeah. I'm like, holy fuck, the how cool many iterations of this shit do we need? <laughs> just uh, fucking, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but I feel empathetic towards it because I've oh, yeah. been that person myself. Mm-hmm. Have you? Oh, absolutely. I think I spent most of my 20s as that person. Yeah. And I think uh, it's good that you brought up empathy because I think a lot of it comes from self-esteem issues. 100%. You know, um, being afraid to say what you really want because you're afraid if you say that, you will scare this person off and nobody else will like you. Yeah. You know, so at least for me, that's where a lot of it came from. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean— I remember being uh, young. <laughs> I'm still young, but you know, um, not as wise. Yeah, and I, <laughs> I, I dated this guy who was ten years older than me, and I remember him always saying he he never wanted a relationship, but he was always um, always wanting to be with me, right? Like, as in wanting to mm-hmm. date. Mm-hmm. But he could never say it was mm-hmm. a date. Oh, he would never God. say we were dating. Whew, yeah. And six months of me playing it cool. Mm-hmm. And then finally I was like, you still can't say right. that we're even dating? Yeah. And I remember just being like, hey, man, at this point I got to just be like, that's 
not making me feel good. So like whatever we ended. And yeah. then so funny that now, and he and I are still very good friends. Mm-hmm. Now he's always like, oh, what, oh, man, I miss the times that we dated. I'm like, oh, we dated? He's like, <laughs> I loved that. you. And I'm like, you loved oh me? I was like, sit on my non-existent dick. <laughs> a, I was like, who the, what the fuck? <laughs> That's but funny. but the, and the truth is he's still fucking single. He's still the same person. Mm-hmm. He's still all of those things. And I would have just been fucking twiddling my thumbs, waiting around. Yeah. But we've all done it. Mm-hmm. I've done it more than once. Mm-hmm. Um. I also I remember dating. This was like a more of a flex, but still like. And I'm just giving these scenarios so that maybe people recognize themselves in yeah. it. But you know that was okay. That was like a long six month relationship. Then I remember. Even later, knowing better, I I was at a Halloween party and uh, uh, turned like I remember seeing this guy across the bar and going, "Oh my god! If Christian Grey were like in real life, that's what that guy would look like." <laughs> right. And this is before the fucking movie came out. And I turn around and this guy is like right next to me because mm-hmm. he saw me look at him and whatever. Right. So we start like hanging out and but he's he's. Telling me that he's not available, but at the same time, like, pursuing you. (laughs) You know what I mean? Where they still tell you that they're so interested. They really like you. They blah, 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 blah. And then it would just be like, I wouldn't, I would hear from him and then I wouldn't hear for a week. And then I would hear and then I wouldn't hear for a week. Mm -hmm. And I thought like, okay, cool. I'll just play chill. Mm -hmm. Like, I'll be chill. I'll be chill. Until it just starts becoming a little disrespectful. Yeah. Um, You know, and, and so then eventually, like, I got angry yeah, <laughs> and I had to put a stop to it. But I feel like this is becoming even more common now because all these like casual relationships right. are opening up and uh, women aren't at all that honest mm-hmm. that we tend to get attached. Right. Very easily. Um, my girlfriend was hanging out with a dude just recently and she kept telling me, she's like, no, I just I just want to fuck him. That's all I want. And mm-hmm. I was like, but you don't. You're acting like yeah. the girlfriend. Right. And she's like, no, 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 no. And then eventually she's like, yeah, you're right. Like, I get attached. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, you, you know. <laughs> um, so, yeah. I mean, do you think, though, that uh, – do you think that this is just girl-specific? I think uh, – the guy version of this is probably nice guy syndrome. Mm. So I don't know if there's necessarily the cool guy because they're all, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, that's just who they are. Um, just kidding, kind of, not really. <laughs> but <laughs> I, in my personal experience, I would say that is the closest equivalent. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm. The only weird off thing about the nice guy syndrome is right. that there is a, with, any sort of female-male dynamic. Mm-hmm. There seems to be in the male version more of a predatory. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Like, like she owes me right. now. Whereas the girl isn't quite looking at it as such a transaction. Right. Um, like mm-hmm. she's thinking long-term mm-hmm. um, fulfillment for both individuals. Right. <laughs> so uh, there is some slight with the nice guy syndrome some misogyny that isn't present, I mm-hmm. guess, from the cool girl point of view. Not for everyone. Right, like, of course. But, yeah. um, but it is interesting to compare and see if they've come about because of mm-hmm. the same reasons. Right. 
it's smart what you what you brought up about the like they're playing the long game in a way yeah. and like and that's what we do we play the long game but we're doing it wrong yes we're, we're literally <laughs> doing the wrong it's, long game yeah. and so guys we have an episode <laughs> on playing the long game with uh, Laurel House and I think you should listen to that um, we're gonna take a really quick break but when uh, we're back um, we're gonna delve into a little bit more of what Aisha said like why why do we fall um into this and uh will it really get you what you want <laughs> but first this message <laughs> having trouble with love don't know if the guy or girl you're with is the one when will you find love let the zodiac answer your questions get your horoscope read from vedic indian astrologer and my dad Bandit jathan prakash Chandale. all you need is your date of birth place of birth time of birth, and he can help guide you in all areas of love, career, health, and more. He's helped my life tremendously, as well as thousands of clients. Get your first reading for just $100. Email kinddating at gmail.com with the subject astrology for the special discount. Hey, hey, friends. Welcome back. I'm Natasha Chandel here with Aisha and Jenna. Hi. We are talking about cool girl syndrome today. Mm-hmm. Um, if you like what you've heard so far, give us a five-star review on the app. Um, also, you know, sometimes we have videos on YouTube. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast there and uh, and subscribe to this podcast. Yes. Not just listen. People forget that. That actual, actually subscribing is what matters mm-hmm. to us. Um, so subscribe and tell your friends. Yeah. Okay, so we're talking about cool girl syndrome. Uh, Jenna, have you kind of done this? Have you played cool girl? No. Um, I That whole thing gives me too much anxiety. Yeah. I like if, if I'm into someone, I'll let them know because I, I don't yeah. like playing yeah. games. Like, I, it's a distraction. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I need to, like, keep things simple. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I found that because the cool girl syndrome or the whole playing coy mm-hmm. thing is what is almost expected from the guy's perspective mm-hmm. that um, it can be if you're not into like playing coy or playing games right. or like the whole flirtationship that if you're genuinely interested in a guy as just a friend, right, that they assume that you're just being cool mm-hmm. <laughs> when you have no interest in them. So the like, even if you're not doing the cool girl syndrome, it affects all women. That's fair. Yeah. Because um, it changes the dynamic that you have mm-hmm. with every single guy mm-hmm. or potential sexual partner that mm-hmm. you might encounter. So it's really interesting. That's why when you brought up nice guys, because mm-hmm. it, it, I feel like it's just a feedback loop. Right. Plays yeah. 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 Itself. Yeah, well, also, sometimes, um, and, and I'm really curious if this happened to you, because this is what happened to me. Mm-hmm. When I was young and I was with the, the older one, I feel like I was conned into cool girl syndrome. Oh, interesting. Where it, where it became, um, I mean, why do we need labels? Mm-hmm. You know, labels are like, they're just, we we are what we are. And, and silly young me. Was like, yeah, I guess they're right. Labels are just labels, right. and <laughs> and look, I don't, I don't, um, I don't feel like 
I understand on a spiritual level that labels are silly, like us calling ourselves man, woman, girl, whatever, mm-hmm. tall, short. They, they, these aren't things that you should attach to. But <laughs> I really do believe labels and relationships are actually very important mm-hmm. because they set boundaries. Boundaries, yes. And they, they allow people to live within, because unfortunately, most of us have not spiritually evolved to right. still be respectful despite mm-hmm labels right so i remember when that happened to me silly young spiritual tash was like i guess he is right right but i was still adhering to a level of respect Mm -hmm. because i was like oh we're yeah he's right i don't Mm -hmm. need a thing we are what we are and and i feel like that's like a thing that's thrown around a lot by Mm -hmm. dudes that's like an awesome tactic i actually met a woman who was like in her 40s who started who was like oh, I mean, I don't believe in labels. And I was like, oh, fuck, she is. Like, somebody has convinced her that yeah. this is the right way to be, to be the the fucking chill girl. I was like, no! Right. <laughs> but yeah. I didn't want to get into it at the time. I was like... Yeah. Um, has that ever happened to you? I, fortunately, have not had that experience. Um, in fact, one of them was like, oh, yeah, I have a one-woman man. Like, he was like telling me all these things without actually going, you know, the extra step and making it official. Mm. Um, but for me, I think a lot of it is, like, my, like, nurturing nature. Like, I have dated a lot of damaged mm-hmm. little birds, you know. And so it comes from, oh, you know, he's he needs help moving on, so I'll be here when he's ready. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah. You know, yeah. that kind of stuff. I never yeah. really got the uh, labels thing. They would either, like, not say anything at all or just sort of say bullshit. Yeah. And that's yeah. also, that's so fucking hard yeah. when somebody just doesn't say anything at all. Yeah. Like, Bruce Lee was that guy mm-hmm. who just never said anything, but would always be like, right. it's you, it's you, it's mm-hmm. you, but then wouldn't. And then, and right. then like eight months passes and you're, I'm just like, why are you, wait, you're out with somebody else? No, right. I'm not out. Like, we're not together. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it becomes yeah. like that, you know, um, I completely, like, this has happened to me way more mm-hmm. than once. Um, and so, for you, like when, like that builds a lot of fucking anxiety too, mm-hmm. right? Like when somebody's just like not making yeah. something official and just kind of keeping you totally in a loop. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You gave some good reasons though. It came down to what for you? Uh, Self esteem mm-hmm. is probably the biggest. Yeah, the main reason. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Straight up. Yeah. Just um, being afraid that. If I let this thing go, I'm not going to get another thing, mm-hmm. you know. Not sometimes you're enough. sort of wanting what you want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You're like, I don't want somebody else. You think in that time, yeah, right? Exactly. Because you're like, all you see is this one person in front of you. So you're like, this is the person I want to be with. Right. And yes, exactly. this is uh, like, I just want to try to make this work. Yeah. And if it doesn't work. Well, I don't know if I'll ever feel like this yeah. for anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's like sort of the the illusion yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Jay? I think it's interesting. Um, he brought up the self esteem, and like I think you said, wounded bird. Yes. <laughs> and it's it's also interesting because growing up as young girls, we 
And teenagers, we like to romanticize the whole uh, unrequited mm-hmm. love. The <laughs> the girl in the YA novels who is like the friend right. until the last chapter, where <laughs> all of a sudden he looks at her and like has an epiphany, Zero and then time. and then the book ends, and right. you're like, oh, like this can happen to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like that's not how life is. Yeah. But then we walk away. And the sexual experiences that you have when you're 13, Mm -hmm. even if it's just like, you know, reading and like, you know, the first time you explore your own body, that is the template Mm. to how you approach every single relationship going into adulthood. So it's like you're socially conditioned Mm -hmm. to be the cool girl. Yeah. (laughs) To wait (laughs) um, until you to like the guy. Exactly. Comes to some realization that he's not going to come to on his own accord. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and then that, it's it's what you said is like interesting because like what happens then is eventually it comes down to either you being hurt or you having to face an ultimatum. Yeah. And we've talked about both of like the ultimatum way of getting a dude and, and then just getting hurt in the end. You know, because this person throws at you something mm-hmm. like, oh, well, we've, we're not in a relationship. Right. And you're like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they're also right. Ex- yes, exactly. Right? Because mm-hmm. you didn't yeah. make it official. Mm-hmm. And so now you're like the fucking lonely yeah. <laughs> cool girl. <laughs> um, I think you're right, though. Like, self-esteem is the biggest thing. Like, when I, when I have done it, I... At least for me, there was there were different stages of it. When I was mm-hmm. younger, it was definitely like, oh, this person, I really like this person, and um, and I want them to like me back. Yes, but I also um, maybe there maybe there is something to just being laid back about it. Right. Maybe there is something to going with the flow. Yeah, that's the thing, right? All your mm-hmm. friends too. Sometimes they'll be like, just go with the flow. Right. <laughs> And guys say that too all the time. They're like, just go with the flow. Like, yeah. We'll just we'll figure it out as we go along. Right. And then you're like, oh, okay. Great. You're right. Yeah. But you're not realizing when he's saying that he's also fucking like three other girls at right. the same time. Like that's what he's trying to say. Exactly. Um, and then, I mean, I'm trying to think of like the other times that, that I sort of did it was also times that I was trying to figure something out. Sure. Where I was like, yeah. okay, this will buy me some time sure. yeah. to figure it out. Mm-hmm. But then I figured it out much faster than they did. Right. And then I'm like the one who's like, oh, well, what's happening? Yeah. Right. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, eventually it just comes down to you not feeling like you can assert yourself. Yes. And say what you want. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. Because mm-hmm. um, uh, doing that also as women has so many connotations to it. Mm-hmm. When you tell a man hey, I want some, like, this is what I need. Yeah. He's like, she's needy. Right. She's a bitch. Mm-hmm. She's uh, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. She's trying to control me. Yes. <laughs> like all these things yeah. that just because we have needs. Right. Um. But I do, but I do feel like, you know, uh, Coming back to the whole, like, the nice guy syndrome is a good way of putting it. I guess cool girl syndrome for a guy is nice guy syndrome. I think guys do fall into it. Mm -hmm. I've heard so many stories of guys, like, just being 
strung along mm-hmm. by women that are not right for them because sure. they're like, oh, she's dating this asshole right now. But like, she'll see it's me the whole time. <laughs> you know? Um, I feel like yeah. they sure. also mm-hmm. do that. And and I haven't experienced the misogyny part of that, but I'm sure that that also exists. Mm-hmm. Like, like there are people who still feel of it as a transaction. But I think some nice guys are just literally like, like hurt when they're like, I don't get it. This is why, like, we should be assholes because girls like assholes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, not all nice guys, but... Right. Like, yeah, yeah, nice yeah. Guys. There's a difference there between, like, yeah. actual nice guys and, like, nice guys right. syndrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is what we were There's talking about. Yeah. Who, there are, like, nice guys who are genuinely friend zone. Yeah. And yeah. just yes. are really passive mm-hmm. in the friend zone. Yeah. Yeah, that's definitely a thing. So here's where it gets gray and cloudy. Yes. <laughs> Has it ever worked for anybody? Not that I know of. <laughs> Definitely not me. <laughs> Jay, has it worked for anybody you know? No one I know. Um, it, except the people who do the whole cool girl, cool girl thing mm-hmm. as a, a way to manipulate mm. other guys. Mm-hmm. And sure. in which case, they're getting exactly what they want That's anyway. Right. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like they use it as a mask kind of. Right. Uh if you think of like like the queen bee type. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mhm. So true. I would say it has not worked for 99% of people I know. It has worked for 1% yeah. of people I know. And and I guess that's where it's like that's what people hold on to. Right. Is like I have the girlfriend who was hanging out with a dude for two years. Two years. Just like, cool, we'll just, I'll play cool, I'll play cool, I'll play cool. Finds out he's had a girlfriend the entire time. And that's why he was never pushing it forward. Yeah. But then she met somebody else recently, and he was engaged to somebody before. And so when he was, they started to date, she was like, let's just chill. Like, take your time, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And now they're in a relationship and they're moving in together and they're, you know, and she, and sometimes I'm like, God damn it, that worked for you. Like, but it's so rare for that to work. Most of the time it doesn't work. No. And, and I think she just got lucky. He was genuinely in the place where he was like, he really was just trying to take it slow and figure it out. And, and he wasn't, I think he was dating other people very early in the relationship. And Mm -hmm. then was like, I don't want to date anybody else. Right. Um, and she was probably just more honest and upfront, too. Yeah. About what was yeah, going on. Yeah. I think that they definitely communicated yeah. a lot more. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't like he was trying to fuck her over right. or anything like that. He was yeah. like, hey, I just got to do me right now. Yeah. And she was like, okay, fair. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I, ju- I don't think it usually works. Mm. <laughs> no. And what has been your experience about how it ends? me saying why me again (laughs) yeah damn it yeah how does it come about like what situations have happened like it's usually me either catching them with somebody else or that somebody else reaching out to me and saying hey i'm also here Mm. it's pretty much always that yeah (laughs) in my experience Yeah. yeah or it's like you end up having to have that conversation with somebody and, and yeah. pushing and be like, hey, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Totally. And then 
I wish mm. I was brave enough to even do that. Yeah. I just and, let it happen to me. Yeah. <laughs> and when it reaches that point where you're like sitting them down and then laying it all on them. Yes. You're usually so upset mm-hmm. and so invested and there's so much emotion there yeah. that it freaks them out. Yeah. And then that's it anyway. Yeah. <laughs> it's exactly. so true. Yeah. That's yeah. a good, that's a really good point. I mean, yeah. you know, you're not wrong though. I shouldn't like that when you were younger, it's, it is very, very hard to have that con that that conversation because mm-hmm. it is the confrontation you know it's going to end yeah. and I think that's the yeah. it's almost like it's it, it is the whole thing of like when you're getting cheated on in a way you know where you're like I know this is happening yeah but if I actually address it yep. it's gonna mean something will change mm-hmm. instead of us looking at it like hey the sooner we have this conversation the sooner I know the truth and the sooner I have information that allows me to move on. Yeah. You know, where, and it's very hard to get to that place. It just, you'll get to that place eventually when enough of this shit happens over and over again. And you're like, yeah, why am I doing this? Yeah. Um. Here's a random question, though. Do you ever think us playing cool girl is helpful to the other person? Probably. <laughs> Yeah, because then they get a little more time to you know have fun and figure out what they actually want to do. Because mm-hmm. they've got this cool girl mm-hmm. who's like down to, you know, get down. Mm-hmm. But you know, yeah, not about nothing else really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if it's me, then they also get gifts. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, just like really nice with me, I just know, like right? Go with me. <laughs> This is a long time ago. I just want to say. I don't no, do this I anymore. understand. I mean, yeah. we've all we've all done yeah all kinds of things mm-hmm. um, in those times. Uh, you know, I get it. I we're helping them by enabling them, but we're we're not helping them by enabling them. Sure, that's true. You know, and mm-hmm. I think um, giving somebody else that much room to be indecisive isn't the right thing for us to be doing. Oh, definitely. Like, no. you know, uh, even if you're, if like, I'm, I'm just saying this because if you're that concerned about the other person, <laughs> then be concerned about them in the right way. Right. Because like, you're not, enabling is not con- like good behavior mm-hmm. to promote. Um. So if that helps, like for somebody who's like, I'm helping them. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm doing it to help their, their soul. Like, right. Perpetuating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like if you really want to help somebody, help them become the better version of themselves. Yeah. And they're not becoming the better version of themselves by being spoiled and getting what they want. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's hard. <laughs> yes, it is. It's hard to have the conversation. <laughs> it's so hard. Something we are all guilty of. <laughs> um of experiencing and going through uh do you think you do you think you are now um and I don't have cool girl syndrome yeah I'm still very cool yes but you know <laughs> <laughs> yes um, you are the, guys follow yeah. her instagram to see <laughs> the like the self-esteem and like the negative aspect of that is it just like took me seeing the pattern you know, why do I keep falling for these guys? Why does this keep happening? Why is it always me, you know, being strung along? And then I was like, oh, because I'm doing the same shit over and over mm-hmm. again. And this is not working. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel good anyway. So why? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. It took a lot of introspective and self-realization. Yeah. 
to get out of that. And courage, mm, yeah, right? Yeah. Like courage mm-hmm. to tell somebody what you want. Yeah. Um, I'm now very specific. Like, I think the other thing for me is, and this is probably more unique. I don't think as many people probably have this experience. I became the commitment phobe. Mm-hmm. And I was a known commitment phobe for five and a half years. I almost became it, or, or I almost started just becoming attached to that label mm-hmm. that I was like, oh, I'm a commitment phobe. I, yeah. It was almost like, um, yeah. Mm-hmm. And and it was like, how, how do I say it? Like it was like um, a label that I, that I felt was funny. And so mm-hmm. I just started being that person, even though I didn't want to. Mm-hmm. I, there was a point towards the end of those five and a half years, I was like, oh, I want a relationship. Yeah. But I didn't want to say it because I was like, oh, no, I'm I'm known as this girl. So it's cool. We could just play it by ear. We right. could just go we'll go with the flow because this is my reputation anyways. And then I just started realizing, like, oh, fuck, this is hurting. Like, mm-hmm. I don't actually want this. Like, I actually want a relationship now. And and now I'm like very clear because when people are like, how come you're not dating or you're not flexing anymore? Blah, blah. I'm like, no, man, I just actually want a relationship. Right. Mm-hmm. And like, I was like, I don't really want to date frivolously and I don't want to. And it took a lot because, yeah. because you still want to be seen as the cool girl, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. and you still want to be seen as fun and yeah. laid back. And, uh, and so that's why I'm saying it takes a lot of courage to, to come out and tell somebody hey, this is where I am. Without it being in like a jaded, angry, like stern way. It's just like, you know, now when I meet somebody, I'm like, hey, um, I'm cool to take it slow in the beginning for sure. Mm Because like I'm not trying to rush into something. I like to get to know people. This is me. But but I am looking for, and I only want to date somebody who is open to it, to a real relationship. Yes. and, And I think the biggest problem wait let me ask you guys what do you think is the biggest problem with cool girl syndrome um you are giving someone else all of the power you basically have no decisions in this duo situationship yeah by letting that continue yeah. by letting him figure out what he wants and him coming to you you're just giving him you know you're giving up everything mm-hmm. yeah I mean, uh, you're entering entering into an apartment a partnership mm-hmm. uh, without the other partner knowing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so it's like you're trying to build something uh, without half the material. Mm. So it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't work. It mm-hmm. doesn't work. Yeah, it's exactly that. The entire thing becomes about the other person, mm-hmm. and it's one of the things that I uh, a lot of the messages I get whenever I do, they're always like emails drafted and 90% of the email is about the other person. Mm. And I have totally been this person, guys. So I completely empathize where you're like, this guy is doing this and he said this and this is his whole background and this is why he's doing this. And like, what do you think I should do? Like the entire story was about this person I have no idea about. Mm -hmm. And all I know is that this isn't making you happy. And so... And my response to almost everybody has always been, hey, I know nothing about this other person. So I can't comment on why they're doing anything. Sure. All I can say to you is you're making the entire relationship about somebody else versus looking in and saying, 
what do I want? Is this behavior making me feel okay? And I think that's how, like, you get out of cool girl syndrome. Mm-hmm. Is if you start looking within and going, okay, it's it, look, if you're six months into something and you are still legit cool that they are fucking somebody else, great. Yeah. Then I would say cool. Like, then you really are cool with it. Sure, yeah. You know, but if you're not… yeah. That's all you need to know. You don't need to justify it. You don't need to know where this person is in their life and what happened. And no, no, well, these are the circumstances. And this is why six months from now, we're still in the same place. You just need to know, I don't feel good right now. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I, I don't like this behavior. Yeah. Or I, I'm just not happy. Yeah. I want something else. Or I need something else. And I'm not getting it. Mm-hmm. Um. Conversations help. <laughs> conversations definitely help. <laughs> uh, but I think conversations can only happen when you start looking yes. at yourself. Mm-hmm. Right. And being like, yeah, this is this is what I need. And this is where. So if this is what I would. This would be my suggestion if mm-hmm. or this is sort of how I now sort of do it. I'm still pretty laid back in the first month yeah. to two months. That's just a me thing. This is, again, guys, take it with a grain of salt. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm pretty chill month to two months because I assume people are still meeting other people and they're, you know, figuring out. And so am I. I'm yeah. figuring out what I want. For me, I have learned over time that around two months, one and a half to two months is when I start getting like, I would be annoyed if I knew that somebody was dating somebody else. Mm-hmm. I would be like, after two months for sure, I'm like, bitch, you you still don't know? Right. I'm like, wait, who the fuck? Who the fuck is this other person? Uh-huh. Like that would feel disrespectful to me. It doesn't have to feel disrespectful to Aisha. It doesn't have to feel for Jenna. Mm-hmm. It doesn't have to for you. But for me, mm-hmm. that's my cutoff. And so at that point, I then tell people, you know, or I'm like very like, hey, this yeah. is where and I have to have that conversation of like, hey, how are we feeling? Where is this going? You know, um, but to be honest with you, if that I actually genuinely haven't really had that conversation as much for me, I just see the behavior. And if by two months, the other person isn't giving me what I need naturally, yeah, then I'm either like, hey, I don't think this is really working out or I think whatever. You know, and I've noticed that anybody who really wanted a relationship mm-hmm. um, did it within a month, month and a half max. It was like, yeah, this is you. Ready. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's you. Um, at least like I just I want to explore this one on one. Right. Um, because because uh, I'm trying to think like what what else? Like how could people break free of being of of, of cool girl syndrome? Right. <sighs> Yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's a lot of just being honest with yourself mm-hmm. and like listening to what your friends are saying. <laughs> they have your back, um, and like actually take it in. Um, yeah, you know, just um, just be real. Yeah, yeah. I think the the key is just like self inflection mm-hmm. to take stock during the day, because uh, a lot of times we get up in the morning and we put on like 20 layers of hats and Mm -hmm. masks that we have to, we feel like we have to have on in order to be a woman in society at the workplace, at the gym, Mm -hmm. you know, driving in our car. 
um, that we get lost underneath it all because we've been taught that our knee-jerk reaction or the way we feel about things is wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, And it has to be... it has to be like conditioned out of us. Um, so just take stock of yourself. If you find yourself making a decision or going into a date um, with a guy and you don't feel good, mm-hmm. then you're probably caught in some sort of loop mm-hmm. and you need to get out of it um, or approach it differently. But don't do things. Be kind to yourself. Don't do yeah. things that make you feel bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And listen to what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, if somebody says they're not available, they're coming out of something, they're transitioning in whatever fucking area of their life, and they're saying they aren't available, believe them yeah. that they aren't available. And yeah. as much as you like them, what we said in the beginning, you can love somebody, you can <laughs> like them, you can have deep chemistry, you can feel a connection, you can have all those things and still know this is not a right fit for me right now. Mm-hmm. If it's meant to be, it will be, guys. Yeah. It's just, if it's not meant to be, it's it, fine. you know, let mm-hmm. let somebody go and figure out their life rather than dangling you along because you're the one who's going to be crying at the end of it Mm -hmm. and all of us will continue on with our lives. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's just the truth of the matter is like the less we speak up, we're we're always like half of us live for everybody else. Mm -hmm. But but at the end of the day, you're the only person who has the experience. No, everybody else continues on. Yeah, we wouldn't want our date or a potential partner, the guy that we're interested in to be saying things that they don't mean or acting in a way that they Mm -hmm. don't want to, that they don't, you know, actually intend on doing. So why approach it Mm -hmm. from your perspective in the same way if you expect a different outcome? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And to dudes who are listening, (laughs) fucking woman up because this shit is lame at some point. And like, I'm like, all right, man, if you're in your early 20s and you're still fucking figuring this shit out, okay, fine. Like, you fuck up and whatever. After 25, 26, 27, get your fucking (laughs) shit together. Be a fucking grown-up and make decisions. And know that that you stringing somebody along and having some fake power trip is nothing but your fucking ego. Mm -hmm. And it's bullshit. And actually, it just means you're a little little weenie boy inside <laughs> who doesn't know how to you know uh, own something yeah um and I actually mean that not just by because guys will always tell me they're like but I was honest with her I said it in the beginning well then if you see that somebody else isn't isn't yeah, um isn't strong enough at that time to make a right decision for themselves, yeah. you should point it out. That's all, onus also falls on you, not to just play like, oh, well, they said that, right. they, like, they said, she said she's fine with it. So right. I just kept rolling with it mm-hmm. when you know that she's like crying at home. Yeah. Like, still come out and say, hey, like, I actually, um, you know, recently was told by somebody that they, they still had like really deep feelings for me. Mm-hmm. And I, um, uh, the, even though I knew and I didn't do anything, mm-hmm. I have reiterated over and over to this person. Yeah. Hey, I really don't want you to waste your time. I don't want you to waste your energy. I don't take advantage of that. Yeah. Like when this person wants to be around all the time, I purposely am like, no, mm-hmm. because I don't want to lead this person on. Right. I don't want to 
to have them waste their time and get hurt eventually. Mm-hmm. And so I've called this person out as like, don't play nice guy. Don't play the cool guy syndrome in a Mm -hmm. way. You know, I'm like, you're not going to hang around and this is going to work out. Like, I genuinely don't feel this way for you. Right. And uh, and that's hard for people to to come out and say. But, you know, I think, you know, it doesn't just fall on on the person having the cool guy or girl syndrome. It also falls on the other person to fucking be a good person. Yeah. And. Be an actual nice guy. Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> or just, girl. Just, yeah. yeah mm-hmm. Have accountability. You can't have your cake and eat it too, guys. It's just not. Yeah. Like, it's getting to that point in life where I just feel like that shit is so lame. And it's not. It's just not. It's not fair to do to, yeah. to other people. Like, mm-hmm. I'm just like so sad every time I go out. And it's like, I see that chain, that cycle of like hurt, be getting hurt, hurting somebody else yeah. and hurt, hurt people, hurt people. That yeah, like constant exactly. chain. And I'm like, please, let's try to break this. Like, yeah. Let's not keep. And we're look, we'll all make mistakes. And I get it. Yeah. I've made mistakes. We've all made mistakes. But as much as we can, let's try to like be a little bit more totally. self-aware. Yeah. Because um, they definitely know when they're doing it. Hundred you know? <laughs> percent. Even the last guy I was with, he started having nosebleeds and like really bad headaches. Like that shit was all guilt. Yep. You knew. Did they hundred <laughs> percent know? So you know when you're not being right. Like hundred percent. Stop. Stop it. <laughs> stop taking the on the surface shit and really dig. You know. Yep. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um. And yeah, and you know, for for girls, just just again, be mm-hmm. honest. Um, yeah. If if sex is something that uh, attaches you to somebody, do not don't don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. And uh, and I promise you, I promise you, you will meet the right person mm-hmm. when you value yourself the way you're supposed to. You know, something that. Um, that happened to me recently made me realize that, that I was like, oh, fuck. Some random people hit me up and speak to me in such a disrespectful way. Mm. Or like some part of them thinks that because I might be, you know, through the podcast or whatever, know that I'm like a sex positive type of person. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, guys, just because I'm sex positive doesn't mean I want to have sex with you. (laughs) It (laughs) just means I feel like you haven't taken something from me Mm -hmm. if if I did choose to have sex. Mm -hmm. But then I compared to the people who actually I've been in a real relationship with, the people like my exes who I'm very dear friends with still, who have never spoken to me in a disrespectful way, Mm -hmm. who were the good ones who like, you know, immediately wanted a relationship. They treated me well. Like those are the things like I know we forget as women that those guys exist. Yeah. And the ones who really care about us treat us properly. Yeah. And they're not going to be fucking stringing you along for months on a, a time. Because my final thought to people would just be, what got me out of that behavior was I realized, um, however I act, like if one day I had a daughter, she is going to marry somebody like her dad. And if one day you go around and tell the story, oh yeah, your dad, yeah, you know, he didn't want a relationship with me for six months. He strung me along for a long time, but I stood on the sidelines and I waited for him. (laughs) And, you know, he fucked a bunch of girls, but then eventually he came came back back to me. (laughs) Is like, she and the little girl's like, oh, that's what you have to do? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay, cool. 
And then that's the guy she goes out and meets. Yeah. And like, that's not the fucking precedent we need to set, guys, mm-hmm. as, especially ladies right now in this mm-hmm. generation mm-hmm. Um, of too much mm-hmm. Me Too. Um, mm-hmm. Time's up. Yeah. And we need to also sort of take responsibility and sure. love ourselves. Mm-hmm. We're fucking worth it. So there are so many good guys who like who would love us for us. Yeah. But you got to get rid of the duds before you get to that. So mm-hmm. like, Take the truth as a gift. Yes. Genuinely. Like if you know, if you find out that somebody isn't into you or isn't able to give you what you want, take that information as a gift because it allows you to move on very quick. Mm -hmm. If you get the truth that, oh, they're ready right now, take that as a gift. Okay, Mm -hmm. great. Like now I get what I want. Mm -hmm. There's no win. There's no losing in the situation. Right. Exactly. Well, that was cool, girl syndrome. <laughs> um, welcome back, us. Uh, we're not going to do six questions, um, but you can listen to our over 100 episodes with the plethora of guests yes. who have answered six questions. Um, but if you want to answer six questions, hey, send that to us, uh, kindadating at gmail.com. Friends, thanks for listening. Um, follow us on social media. We're Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, at Kinda Dating. I am at Natasha Chandel on Facebook, Instagram, Natasha underscore Chandel on Twitter. Aish? I am at Aisha Says Dance across all social networks. Jenna? I find me at the Kinda Dating Twitter account. <laughs> Tweeting out the memes. Love it. Great memes. Um, friends, thank you again for downloading this episode. If you could take a few seconds and review us on iTunes and download the rest of our shows, we'd be so grateful. Um, send us your dating stories and thoughts to kindadating at gmail.com. Finally. <laughs> I know it seems tough out there. But, but just, just try. try. Till next time. <laughs> Kind of Dating is created, produced, and hosted by myself, Natasha Chandel. Aisha Holden is my co-host and our social media producer. Our audio engineer is Adam Pineless. Jenna Ribbing is our associate producer. The opening music is composed by Joe Lorenzetti, and our logo and graphics are by Jenna Yannick and K. Daniel Ellis.